This episode is brought to you by Flash Designs. Flash Designs is a local shop here in Toledo, Ohio, created and ran by our good friend, Mark Killer Kowalski, specializing in t-shirts and prints of all shapes and sizes. Get your Moon Tower Podcast merchandise here, handmade by our, our good friend, Mark Killer Kowalski, flashdesigns.com. T-shirts are on sale for $12.95 and beer koozies are whatever the price is on the screen. Flashdesigns.com, bringing you the Moon Tower Podcast. folks welcome back we are back welcome back nate welcome back ian thanks for having me Absolutely. <laughs> i'm well, drinking communion wine apparently oh yeah that, that's uh that's some pretty interesting shit you got there yeah, buddy yeah i feel like a kid again that uh because i'm not really uh about the the tart beers and the fruity beers but that shit does taste yeah. exactly like the communion yeah not in a bad way either though it's nostalgic yeah. <laughs> in a good way <laughs> yeah because you handed me that and i was like i haven't had fucking communion in like 13 14 years it's been a long time took me back took yeah. me back for a hot yep. second to the jesus days oh god yes it does my mom was telling me uh she grew up in a catholic church and one of the bishops got busted for smuggling uh communion wine out <laughs> out of the uh store case where they fucking kept it yeah yeah it, yeah i don't know if he got fired or released or whatever I, yeah reprimanded in some form i think yeah. he, got, he got put on leave because he was always <laughs> they kept running out and they could never figure out why yeah and then somebody else found him like pissed drunk in the in the cellar of the church just sitting there like fucking smashed and but like he had like three four bottles of communion wine oh man Look, see you just gotta take it easy i mean if it's free then you gotta respect it yeah you I wonder what kind of headache you get off of that. Pretty that, bad. I mean, it's a lot of sugar in that, I would imagine. Some some Manischewitz if you're Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we wow. always she she always said that it was actual wine too. Yeah. That even the kids would get it. Um, when we did communion, because we we're uh, when I was a kid, we grew up Baptist. We we're I yeah, grew up yeah, Baptist, yeah, but yeah. the church we were in was a Baptist church, and it was it was always grape juice. Mm-hmm. I think it was Welch's. Pretty sure it was Welch's. Yeah, yeah. Because they never, they never wanted to give out the true, true blue blood of Jesus to to the church going folk. Yeah, unfortunately, cheap bastards. Yeah. <laughs> They're too busy spending on remodeling and souping up their fucking BMWs. This is true. Or burning records. No, they they never did. They never did stuff like that. Yeah. I think uh, they held. Uh, protests and whatnot at some gay rights thing a few times i think mm-hmm. i don't really remember but uh, um when i was younger my dad had burned like most of his record collection i guess I really guess, yeah really yeah your dad, your dad was part of that crew huh uh-huh. burning all the beatles records because john lennon said they were more popular than jesus that, that might have been it which was know. true at the time yeah i mean it's like eh, you can't can't you know, refute that. I mean, it's kind of like a thing that can be proven or disproven. It pretty much was. 1964, yeah. 65, 66. Fuck yeah, they were yeah. more popular than Jesus. And he wasn't saying that as blasphemy. Blasphemy. 
Blasphemy, yeah. Lulu. Yeah, you're saying because it was like you know, like a whoa statement. You know, it's like shit. Well, it was like, true. I mean, yeah. in the cultural lexicon, the Beatles were were probably more popular than Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, and it was it was always funny because I think my dad even. I think my dad had to, ended up doing that at some point uh-huh. during that time because he would have been six, seven years old, roughly. Mm-hmm. And my mom actually remembers that. She remembers people doing that because uh, she would have been 65. She would have been seven or seven or eight. And she she's told me told me before, like, her mom, I think her mom, no, her mom was actually one of the cool moms on the block and didn't, didn't try to do that to the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she said, she's told me before, she remembers people doing that in town, like holding, like rallies in the square kind of shit and doing bonfires. Yeah, it's like, I don't get that. It's like, come on, it's music. You listen to it, like you get something out of it. It's, you know. And plus it's like early Beatles too. It's yeah. not, it's not the Maharishi fucking acid trip Beatles, you know, Revolver, White Album, Sgt. Yeah, Peppers. Yeah, yeah, It's fucking, uh, I want to hold your hand. Yeah, like, yeah, like Rubber Soul or whatever, what mm-hmm. have you. It's like, yeah, yeah. But that's always funny. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for stuff like that to happen again, but I, I don't think it will, just because everything's digital now. You can just erase it. Mm-hmm. Waiting or I'm, Spotify it or what yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, so what happened to my playlist? It's gone. I don't need to burn a record. It's done for me. Yeah, I do. I don't even have like a CD-ROM drive on my computer anymore. It's like, yeah, you don't, you, you don't need them. Yeah, I actually I I will say I I stand uh, guilty as charged for stuff like that because I and <laughs> story time folks uh, I did that I didn't burn them I didn't burn records or books or anything but I remember when I started to take the whole Jesus Church thing seriously mm-hmm. and had a handful of cds and profanity drug references shit like that broke them i remember standing over the trash can in uh, right outside my kitchen at the house i grew up in and had a stack of cds and breaking them one by one and my brother was just like dude what are you doing you're gonna end up buying those again anyways and guess what (laughs) ended up buying them again well you know and just like growing out of it and growing up and buying those records again, mm-hmm. listening to them and just going like, why the fuck did I break this? This, this shit's awesome. Yeah. While still, it was still at the time of being in the church and going like, like yeah, I've yeah. Said, I've Cause said, like when I was getting into rock and roll, like Aerosmith and ACDC and stuff like that, like my uh, family stopped going to church as much because like we used to go like in the town over there's like, you know, the like, like a mile and a half like out of town or whatever that's the church we went to and then they ended up moving it like 15 miles out because uh church shut down and then we stopped going for good number of years and then yeah started getting into more more rock and roll and stuff so well how that went at the time at the time for me it was i just started buying the cds again and listening to them while still going to church and realizing like excuse me Oh, I can still listen to this and still be cool with with Jesus and God and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't. It's artistic expression, you know. But at the same time, the fundamental fundament, fundamentalism, stumbling over works, folks. It happens. Tongue twisters. Um, 
the whole idea was everything that you do has to be in praise of, in a proclamation of your yeah, love yeah. for Christ. And all the, the music you listen to had to be that as well. Like, no rock and roll, no fucking R&B, no... No, like, actual country music, not the fucking horse yeah. shit American yeah. country. I'm talking, like, the true blue honky-tonk shit. Um, rap, obviously, was a oh, big no-no. You know, because that was at the time... I think the hardest thing I listened to when I was a kid was, like, uh, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. I don't think they even <laughs> swear on that one. <laughs> uh, and, and it had to be, like, it had to be in praise of. And if it wasn't, yeah. then it's it's no-no. That's a no-no. And I remember uh, many times uh, my friend in church, this guy, his name is Matt Roan, I believe his name was. Which, if you're out there, Matt, how you doing? I haven't seen in a long time. Um, He'd be like, hey, man, let's go out to the car. You know, instead of, like, smoking joints or whatever, we'd just, hey, listen to this and be some whatever metal band was hot at the time yeah yeah like system yeah. of down i okay. think was yeah it. okay and they're we're listening to it in the church parking lot and i'm just like cool with it but he's like <laughs> doing this shit just in case somebody came out because people got in trouble for that shit yeah, at I, my I, church I, I, I could i could see that like I, I don't i'm sure i've said it before where you know i had long hair my brother had piercings oh boy that was frowned upon with the old folks because it was a Northern Baptist fundamentalist still stuck in the fifties. Yep. You know, women are subservient. Uh, men are, are on the board. Uh, gay, gay rights is an abomination. Um, the whole fucking nine yards. And we wore jeans to main service. That was, I, I remember people yeah, fucking yeah, approaching no, my like, mother and saying... Yeah, that was, like, the thing I hated most about church, to have to get dressed up every every Sunday. I fucking hate docker pants to yeah, begin with. Yeah, the non The non-stick... I think it's so starchy. Exactly. And... Because you're, you're dressing up like you're taking school yearbook photos. Mm-hmm. First of all. And I remember people coming up to my mom and saying, like, sure you let your boys wear that? At main service, dude. And then, you know, the gossip wagon, you know, oh, my dad was a Sunday school teacher and and drove van uh, on Sundays, um, picking up kids, dropping them off, picking up the Pathfinders group that I talked about, the, the, uh, for lack of a better word. We're not talking about the pen and paper game Pathfinder. No, the <laughs> fucking mentally retarded. Oh God. Okay. The, my, that my mom worked with. He drove van for them, picked them up, dropped them off, and I remember riding with him. There's be a couple, few times, uh, we ended up skipping the main service because they wouldn't let them in the main service because they too, made too much noise. That's yeah. Yeah, dude. Shitty. Yeah, I talked about this. <laughs> I've talked about this before. Um, in the main service in the main auditorium. When they were allowed to attend, they sat them next to the fucking band. Wow. So that way, during the the uh, song and praise... Yeah, you, you couldn't hear anything. You couldn't hear them. Yeah. And then, I, I forget, there was, one, there was one lady in particular, she was a fucking sweetheart. But she would try to talk, and it would be completely garbled and mumbled. And she'd have her tics and this, that, and the other. And she would try to be 
rejoicing like during the sermon or whatever and yeah, would yeah. just kind of spout out and people would fucking laugh now granted when we were kids we just i mean yeah, we didn't you really don't even know any better and we didn't like, under, a lot we, of local schools don't teach you know respect for that very well well and also they, fucking yeah <laughs> uh, the way that they taught like the whole sermon on the mount thing like the meek meek will yeah, inherit the yeah. earth like those people are like when they get to heaven they will be actually the most exalted because even in their condition they found a way to fucking praise jesus mm -hmm. you know what i mean and but they it got to a point they would have their own service kind of like like for like teens or kids or whatever they'd have yeah, like their sunday yeah. school and then go out to the main service them they stuck them all the way in the back because the the church was also a school yeah it was it coincided yeah yeah I, it, I had a there was a what is it solid lutheran in woodville was uh okay our version of that so yeah gotcha and they had you know they had a basketball team and all that and they so they had an auditorium and which was disconnected from the church and kind of like in the backyard almost that's where they stuck them there was two halls like uh, like two like uh like ballroom lobby type spaces one was for the teens one was for the pathfinders back by the fucking uh basketball court mm. so they weren't even when they're doing their version of sunday school they weren't even in the main church building they were separated from that and then it got to a point because they were causing too much of a ruckus during the fucking service that they'd send them home after their sunday school Man. and i remember riding with my dad a few times to drop them off and he would kind of utter and mumble about you know it's bullshit because yeah dude it's so exclusive because yeah. when you're talking about the whole thing with jesus it's all inclusive baby yeah, I mean, everyone's it's, welcome it's supposed to, the to table. be like you know like it's supposed to be love that's like unconditional it's exactly. like shit like, like come on last time i checked like didn't the dude die for this stuff? Yeah. Didn't he raise, yeah. rise from the dead and preach this stuff? He said not to judge people like that. like That everyone's welcomed? In general. It's like, shit. <laughs> fucking suffer the little ch children come unto me? Like, yeah. Every, like, everyone's everyone's allowed to come? <laughs> you know, everyone everyone's allowed in? Yeah. But no. Yeah. And I remember he was one of the first ones to break. He was the first one out of the family, him and my brother to break off because he saw the the hypocrisy and the bigotry that was involved as well because some of those motherfuckers were bigots oh they, dude. they were racist 100%. they were homophobic yeah. or somewhere in between sexist too oh yeah those are the main three and he saw that in the other sunday school teachers too just kind of like this condescension yeah yeah about like moreover, they they were in that position because they wanted the authority. Then, well, I mean, these were these were these were people that led led Sunday school. Or yeah. weren't even like deacons or the pastors. They were yeah. just like, here's the pastor, here's the kids, and they're like somewhere in here. It was like authority without having to get to like the authoritative level. Well, and also some yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which was funny because one of the coolest guys, excuse me, one of the coolest people that I met through that whole time that wasn't a pastor of any sort, that was just a member of the congregation, was this guy, his name was Mr. Crawford. 
Okay. He was actually, um, I'll get to that in a second. He was a guy, he was, he was well off, but as far as I know, he earned it. He was just a cool guy. He didn't, I mean, he dressed, he was sharp. He looked sharp okay. every Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Suits, yeah. I'm talking fucking, they, $500 suits. Mm. Suit and tie on the whole ring, drove a Jag, real nice Jaguar. But he, he, as far as I know, he he earned it. Um, and the nicest guy, the nicest guy, like was, I believe he was one of those guys that kind of protested against like, last time I checked, you know, why are they sending them home? They everyone should yeah. everyone should be allowed to come here. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, dude up there is saying that, but yet you're sending them home. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, aren't you the like in this arena? Aren't you the guy that calls the shots? For, yeah. Like, where there's a disconnect here that I'm not fucking understanding and yeah. absolute bullshit, but but the nicest guy, and helped out, volunteered, all this stuff. The one church trip I went on, I actually won in a raffle to go to Chicago when I was twelve or thirteen. Yeah, and it was the first time going to a big city. Uh, pretty much the first time being out of Lima, mm-hmm. being out of Ohio even, especially, excuse me, especially. And uh, I remember the uh, the way you got into the raffle was you had to recite a series of uh, scripture hmm. from, I think it was Psalms. I can't remember the chapter, but it was like the first ten verses. Oh wow! And it was talking for her. For, yeah, for a kid, like you know, that's like some dedication right there. Oh yeah, but like, yeah. and and like a, a lot of the other kids, they just did it to do it. But I was like, okay, I'm not only am I going to recite this, but what does this mean? Yeah, I you know taking an invested interest. Full spectrum. Yeah. yeah, and it was about how the entire creation was one under the eye of God. You know, being from the birds of the air, the beasts of the field, all the way up to man, that basically saying that man has a responsibility for stewardship over over the earth, dominion, which is, I believe, the true form of or true definition of dominion, that it's a responsibility for stewardship over this creation that God has given man, not domination where. God's given man the right to pillage and to kill yeah. anything that he wants and to fucking rape and slaughter and pollute, you know, that that fucking perverted idea that somehow along the line got twisted yeah, in yeah. Christian theology. Where instead of, hey... It has more in line with, like, Spanish Inquisition than... Supremacy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're trying to convert people for, you know domination rather than well, you know actually giving a fuck about people you know well not not even not not just that but also like man god gave man dominion over the earth so he has the right to do whatever the hell he wants yeah 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 just as long as those one or two days a week he goes and be like hey god thanks for everything i'll see you next week I'm going to go out and fuck some shit up and do everything that you told me not to do just yeah. as long as I come back here and say and ask for forgiveness. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. But I I divert. Um so we had to recite these Bible verses. 
and I, I did that and won. There's something else, and I, I won my name a few times and got it picked in the raffle. And we went went to Chicago and we pound around. I'm like, oh, this is yeah, this that, is Chicago's this is a sweet place, man. This is crazy, <laughs> like big city. You know, I'm a kid. I wow. Navy went to the Navy Pier, went to the IMAX, went to the mall, went to a few other places, and then we went to the Sears Tower, which I'm. I say we talked about this on uh, we have. one of the first two episodes. We yeah. have we we've talked I've talked about this a few times. Yeah, and Mr. Cra- good revisit. Yeah, Mr. Crawford was one of the chaperones, and I remember he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go up to the top of that building," and I'm like, "What?" Like I hate heights now, but I was deathly. Deathly oh, afraid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deathly afraid of heights. I remember one time my brother and my dad went to the top of a like a sightseeing tower. Like like uh you can walk up on the on the iron bar stairs yeah. all the way up. In southern Ohio, it was like maybe two hundred and fifty feet in the air. I wouldn't even go up to the second row steps. What is it that uh tower uh over by Niagara Falls? I went up that one. Okay. Yeah. It's it's something like that, but yeah. it was out in the forest in southern Ohio, like near uh Serpent mounds and shit like that. Um, so yeah, we're walking and we're like, we're gonna go to the top of that. And I stopped. I'm like, I, I, I don't like heights. I, I can't. He's like, oh really? He's like, you didn't say. Anything. I'm like, because I, I didn't know. I didn't mm-hmm. know what the itinerary was. Yeah. I knew we were going to the Sears Tower. I didn't know we were they going were to the fucking top the of the Tower. Sears Tower. Yeah. <laughs> Best. I mean, the g- good part about it was it was at night. Mm-hmm. You know, if it had been during the day, my brother, when he, he, oh, actually, yeah, you get a lot bigger perspective yeah. during the day. My brother, uh, a couple year, a year or two earlier also won the raffle to go and they went up to the top of the building during the day. I luckily went up to the top at night because if I had gone up during the day, I wouldn't have gone up during the day because fuck that shit. So luckily at least it was at night anyway. And so he was like. I'll, I'll stick by you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you get scared, just hold my hand. You know, let me know if 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 you want to leave. We'll I'll leave with you. That kind of shit. Like he was a real cool fucking dude. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Real cool guy. But it seemed uh, the older I got, uh, it seemed that it was just few and far between mm-hmm. people like that. People who's just if at least on the outside they look they looked like they meant it. They yeah, acted yeah, like they yeah, meant yeah, it. Yeah. It wasn't just the fucking song and dance routine. Which is one of the reasons why I, I left that church, after my youth pastor, who I've I think I think I've talked about it, where we'd have phone conversations on Thursday nights, because mm-hmm. I'd go Wednesday night and Sunday morning and sometimes Sunday night, because I, I was trying to dedicate my life to this, you know, because it was something that I thought was going to be for the better good for yeah, myself yeah, and yeah. something that I could exude. Mm-hmm. And even if I still watched rated R movies and listened to rock and roll, you know, it wasn't something that Jesus wasn't something I could just fall back on. It was more just, yeah, I got this pillar and it's like, you know, the, the things yeah, that matter. You have like a greater good in your life. Integrity, right. morals, that stuff, yeah. you know, let's, let's, let's do like Christ. And cause to me at the time, and I, st- in a way still think that if the world acted in that manner, not just Jesus, but people, yeah. people like him. This whole fucking planet would be just better off. Yeah. But um, I'd have phone conversations with them over scripture for two, three hours sometimes on Thursday nights. Uh, I've talked about it. I, I do want to bring my old Bible on 
and show and or at least take pictures of it. And I have fucking notes on notes of scripture. Notes, notes, yeah, notes, yeah, notes, yeah. notes. Stuff underlined, questions, references. Uh, what does this mean? This mean I think this means this, stuff like that. And my youth pastor at the um Jeremy Kimball was his name. His wife, Rachel. Lovely couple, they're great people. I haven't spoken to them in years, like face to face. Yeah. If I have, it's been over Facebook and that's sparingly at the most. Um and for a while when my family was going through some tough times, they were they were there for me and helped me out a lot, actually. Hell yeah, dude. So it's good to have like the support network, especially when yeah, you're growing like, up like that. They they meant yeah. they mean it. They mean it. Like, oh, yeah. They they walk it, they talk it, you know. Regardless of whether or not I, I agree with them, they yeah, they mean people. it. Yeah, yeah. He had gone to seminar. He had learned the Bible in Hebrew. Did this, that, and the other. Taken every fucking course that you could. And every time she'd be like, once one time in particular, he told me he's like, you know, I've done all this, and yet you still say things that I don't. You you catch things that I don't about Scripture. And I'm like, fourteen, fifteen years old, sixteen years old. Like, what? Thank you. Yeah, Because like, yeah. I, like I said, I tried to mean it. I tried to do that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted, I wasn't gonna go into a fucking seminary and be a pastor, but at the very least, I was gonna try to make sense of what I thought I believed in at the I, time. Which, if you believe in anything, that's what yeah, you should if do. You, if you're gonna get serious Don't about anything, you should learn the ins and outs of it. I think. I, that's how I feel about things too, like engineering wise or what have you. Well, fucking. Yeah remind me of that later on and I'll because yeah blind faith is the absolute worst but um, when they left I remember the week after they, they took a he took a job in Wisconsin I believe at the time okay and the week after the teen group thing that I was in they were trying to do that whole act of solidarity let's stand together let's be as one we're gonna get through this we'll find Somebody to replace him, and we'll carry on. You know, this doesn't end here. And the adults got up, and they're trying to give the uplifting speech. You know, cue fucking sentimental music. You know, <laughs> that that kind of shit. Yep, yep. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna. Go. You know, it wasn't brouhaha, but it was it was like that. But mm-hmm. and well, okay, guys, let's, who's who's you know who's with us, kind of thing, and kind of all just stood up and I, I kind of like looked around I'm like I don't fucking mean this like looking around at the, like the people my age I'm like you guys don't fucking mean this shit yeah you're just here because your fucking parents brought you here like fuck you guys I'm done with this I'm, oh, yeah. I'm done with this particular area and I tried some other things and it didn't and I just kind of fell out of it and then I discovered Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> <laughs> As you did. And writers he was influenced by and started reading more, started thinking more, and just being like, wait a second. Because it was, you know, 18, when I was, the summer after I graduated high school was kind of like the year everything came, just <laughs> fucking implosion, you know, implosion while exploding kind of thing fucking oh my god the government's lying to me and the war on terror is fucking a racket and maybe 9-11 was an inside job and 
church is a lie and fucking yeah. all these people. I've been lied to my whole fucking life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. No. Hey, once that heavy st- stuff starts hitting, it doesn't stop. Well, it, well <laughs> I fucking went into the rabbit hole, too, with yeah. videos on YouTube. Yeah. And... Wait, what a second. There, there might have been explosives in the building. What the fuck? You know, oil fucking the oil industry is running the in the drug industry is running the fucking war and oh, oh, jesus might have not have been real oh god oh yep fucking got to the point i was fucking walking around town looking up in the sky watch looking out for helicopters and like ray liotta and goodfellas except i never done blow at the time <laughs> <laughs> oh, just god. out of my yeah. fucking mind dude uh-huh. just it got to a point my mom even threatened to put me on meds. Like fucking downers or antidepressants. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say I didn't start smoking pot until like four years after I stopped, you know, like believing in Jesus or whatever, I guess. So. Well, it was, thankfully, my brother was there and uh, it was kind of around that time where he kind of let me in a little bit more. Because I had party with him like after shows and shit yeah, and smoked yeah. and whatever. But it was more like, all right, dude. You've you've taken the was it the red pill or is it the blue pill in the Matrix? Red the, pill. The red pill. Yeah. Basically, kind of sat me down. I was like, all right, now you've gotten a glimpse of what things are really like. Welcome to life, kind of thing. And like, mm-hmm. he's like, you, you see the. He, I remember one time in particular, we used to go, we used to go get fucking McDoubles from from McDonald's, yeah, yeah, cruise yeah. around, smoke weed, and go to the reservoir and just hang out, kind of shit. We'd go to the graveyard. For some reason, he had a thing with yeah. graveyards at the time. Like uh, we had the the quarry, a couple quarries. Cause we Shit had like bun- that. We had a bunch of like lime plants all over the place where I grew up. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, dr- dreary industrial small town in in Ohio. Yep. You got yep. quarries. You got the graveyard. You got the fucking reservoir. You got. We had a quarry with a graveyard. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, we'd go out to uh, Walpaw because the guys got the the stone. Uh, the stone uh, like monuments in his yard yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Go out there and whatever. And I remember one time in, in particular, we're sitting there and he's like, "I know you're freaking out about shit, dude, and I understand. We've all done it." And he's like, "You just gotta remember, you, you know, sometimes ignorance is bliss. Sometimes you just gotta not care yep. about things, or just keep doing what you're doing and treat it like a roller coaster. Enjoy the ride. Leave the other shit. Yep. Leave the other shit to be." And I remember he's like, you know, you see the president or Dick Cheney go on TV and make a speech. They're not running shit. They're not running shit. It's and all about bottom line and getting them constituents. Straight up, dude. Yep. But it's that, I'm, and I, trust me, don't get me wrong, I'm fucking, I'm actually, I've been asked before by a few people, like, do I regret going to church? Do I regret believing in America? Do I regret? Uh, you know, you need some perspective. I feel. Do I, you know, do I regret yeah. any of that stuff? Why? Because. Does it make you a bad person? Well, so. yeah. <laughs> confession, confession time. I used to watch Fox News every fucking night. Watching, yeah, it, dude. yeah, same. Used to watch Bill O'Reilly's yeah. show every fucking night. Appointment TV. You know, trying Glenn to. Glenn Beck? Trying to, trying to really figure did, out did what's going on. Did you ever the Glenn Beck's? Because, yeah. Glenn Beck, was, Glenn Beck was like the first one for me where I was yeah. like, all right, this dude's a clown. Yeah. See, like when I was like, I was still like heavy Republican until I was like eighteen and a half. I, yeah, yeah, because uh, it was like right before Obama got elected. Like, 
into I was like starting to get into politics more and then I don't know life kind of dropped on me and it's like oh wait a second a lot of stuff's going on like all the politicians are kind of bad oh yeah I started becoming a libertarian so yeah <laughs> you know how that goes the bisexuals <laughs> of politics <Yeah. laughs> um and shit like that and then like oh yeah the other side the other side's good oh wait there's just about the same amount of blind obedient followers on the other side on the left yep. there are I was telling uh my dude at work today, I was like, you know, it's for me, it's kind of, it's pretty easy to argue with a, like a conservative Republican, you know, people, you know, Trump and Republicans and all, yeah. it's easy to, to argue with them. It's easy. Yeah. It's easy. Then to, you're not going to win the argument, but it's easy to argue with Cause them. Cause you're not going to, sure. cause <laughs> nine and a half times out of 10, you're not going to change your mind. No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I understand like, you know, believing in something and like having respect for that, but like. There's like believing in something and just like kind of like going with it. And not, well, here's the thing is, and not questioning it. Yeah, yeah. Not quite. Carlin and his, George Carlin in his last special was talking about uh, trying the whole thing of trying to get kids to read. Yeah. It, it does, and he said something effective. It doesn't. Kids who are going to read are going to read. Yeah. What matters is teaching them how to question. Yeah, no, that that was my problem. Is like I was like super curious. That's what got me out of it because I would like analyze everything. Yeah, you know, it's like and that's how it goes. Like once you start doing that, it's like it's over, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was telling my dude, I was like, what I love doing anymore is is getting into debates or whatever with people who are like liberals and people who are like all about the Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah. Because they have that same apologist uh, tonality and. Uh, war choice that they use. Oh, what? Oh, Obama did this. Well, he wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm, really? Really? Not the worst. He's still pretty terrible. Really? <laughs> and it's just, it, you know, it might be trolling. I don't know. But it, it's kind of fun to piss them off. Yeah. Kind of get them all riled up. Like, yeah. Because, like, they... Nah, you kind of have to, like, let them, like, know, like, okay, do you really believe in this sort of thing? Because, like, you know, everyone loses their... You know, their ways sometimes, and they get ingrained in, like, you know, the camaraderie and all that sort of shit. The tribalism. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, do you actually believe this, or are you just doing this because fuck the other guy? Like, do you really fucking believe yeah, in yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with conservatives. A lot of Democrats are very petty. And I understand where they get that from, and I respect, you know, like, you know, bulldog sort of personality, but at the same time, it's like, man, like, really, make sure you have something that you believe in. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it doesn't really. That's the get only you way anywhere. you can make it work. You know, for well, real. Well, and it doesn't really get you anywhere if you just go into it and be like, "Okay, uh, give me, give me the Kool Aid." Yeah. I'm fucking. I'm beeline like, in it for no, this. Like I'm, I'm more liberal than I used to be, but like even then, like I have ideals. I, I research shit and I know what I stand for. So. Yeah. Well, it's just it's the whole thing with faith for me. Yeah. You know, it's not just religious faith. There's also political faith. There's faith. You get onto an airplane, you have faith that it's going to work and that the pilots are going to do the thing and you're going to get to your destination fine. Mm-hmm. You have faith in that machine. You have faith in their ability to control that machine and fly it. You know, it's not just I have faith that Jesus came down from heaven or was sent here to save our sins and died and rose again. Or it's. You know, I have faith that the that fucking Donald Trump's gonna lead America to the fucking promised land. 
you know that shit. indeed faith comes in many different shapes forms whatever creeds and colors but when you just sit there and just accept it yep you know when you watch you know politically speaking you watch mainstream news and you take that as the news like come the fuck on yeah we, we're on nah. the digital age there's a well and even then like and I'm, I'm guilty of it too of sharing a post on facebook and not checking it not fact checking oh yeah it. oh yeah now everyone guilty. has that time it's like uh we've talked about it before like the information overload and all that it's like you don't have time to check every single source unless you're like you're like in college you have nothing better to do it's like even then, like, a lot of people doing that, it's like, they do put too much into that, and it's like, okay, now, now you're just exasperating the information overload yourself. Well, it's, or whatever all, you want it's also that. disinformation <laughs> overload. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not just talking about fake news. Yeah. But stuff with that's just incorrect. Yeah. You Distracting know? at the end of the day. Like, yeah. well, for instance, one time I posted, a, uh, it was a quote from Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. talking about, something about Hitler or whatever and dude posted with a Snopes fact check and said like yeah you never said that uh yep, yep. and I'm like oh fuck shit it's okay I mean, it's happened to everybody like I, yeah. I do I do it to people sometimes cause it's like you know like I'm you know up at 10 in the morning with my cup of coffee he's like well I have nothing better to do let's Snopes these people <laughs> <laughs> but and you know obviously we're in election year and the the division in the country's growing because fucking fuckface got acquitted today by the Senate, which oh big surprise, big fucking surprise. Like I told yep. my dude, my dude at work told me that he's like, yep, Trump just got acquitted just now. So I'm like, oh, it's like yeah, there's no witnesses. <laughs> yeah, I fucking went into Chris Rock mode. I was like, huh, really? Yeah. What? Huh? Huh? Oh. Oh wait, 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 wait! Are we, uh, are we gonna fill the streets and protest? Are we gonna fucking storm the fucking Congress? Yeah. Are we gonna, we gonna whip out the guillotine? Yeah. Are we gonna? Fucking I don't know. Can get... it be appealed from that point? I know it can be appealed if he gets charged, but can it be appealed if he doesn't get charged? I don't. Know I don't think one. so. Yeah. Okay. That, I don't think so sense. because it has to yeah. be it has to coincide between both the House and the Senate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I don't. I don't even know if you can take it to a federal court of any sort mm-hmm. or a circuit court. Or whatever. <laughs> that wouldn't really do much good. No, because he's <laughs> fucking stacking the courts too. Yep. But I'm just like, and I saw people posting about it, getting being all. It's like you know, we gonna fill the fucking streets. We gonna whip yeah. out the guillotine. We bring out the torches. Bring out the fucking pitchforks. We gonna fucking storm the, storm the fucking uh, uh, Bastille. What are we doing? Oh. Facebook, Twitter, yeah. whatever. Okay, that's it. We're just gonna fucking go on comment thread, comment threads, and fucking message boards, or those even still exist, or whatever, and fucking have pissing contests. Reddit pages, I don't know. Reddit, I don't think, I don't think Reddit's that political anymore, anyway. Honestly, we. Oh, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. We're just gonna post. <laughs> we're just gonna post stuff on Facebook. Oh, fucking Nancy Pelosi ripped up his uh his speech at the State like, of the Union. Ooh, is he, is he, ooh. she's such a child. It's like, uh, I don't know. Oh man, that's a radical act. I, I don't love Nancy Pelosi, but it's like she she can do what she wants. She's been trying to do you know like symbolic shit lately, something like that. So, she, well, know, maybe first, she's an idealist. And, uh, that's no, she's a thing. fucking she's a figurehead, yeah. dude. She's a fraud. She didn't she didn't even want to go through with the impeachment in the first place. 
they basically had a beggar to go through with it, or else, um, like Alexandria Cortez and uh, Rashidia Talib and yeah, yeah, o- Omar and all of them were t- threatening to break away from the party, from what I understand. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now, then. You know, but like, yeah. oh, she tore up a speech of the State of Union. Dude, in eighteen fifty, probably just pissed that he's making her job harder. <laughs> yeah, which she, I can I can understand. I respect her for that. I like, guess. Oh, but, like, oh my know. god, she might actually have to do something to stand yeah. for something to have a little bit of integrity, yeah. which ain't gonna fucking happen. Yeah. But like, integrity's dead. No, oh, politically, it's been dead forever. Yeah. It's always oh, never existed. But like, people were saying, like, oh, go girl, let's fucking yeah. I'm like, in eighteen fifty. I had to look this up earlier. I was going to fucking whip my phone out on Wikipedia this again. I think it was 1856, mm-hmm. uh, the caning of Charles Sumner. Fucking on the Senate floor, uh, a pro-slavery senator came up to, I think his name was Charles Sumner, who was an abolitionist, and beat him nearly to death with his cane. Jesus on the Senate fucking, fucking floor because they were having a bitching contest about slavery. And the whole state's rights and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude almost beat him to death with his fucking cane in front of the Senate. And you're going to tell me that her fucking doing the clap back and the fucking shredding the douchebag statement or a speech is going to... Yeah. That's fucking radical. Like, what happened to even that? The radicalism. Yeah. It's not even like... Like, I see more people, like, condemning it than saying, like, oh, that's such a brave move or whatever. It's like... Well, yeah, you're going to get that from the the right... you're gonna get that from, especially from right. Yeah. Like, oh, she's she's just being a. But even that's like okay, you're getting torn up over that. It's like, come on, it's like, what do you what do you expect? Or the halftime show? Yeah. The Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh my God, they're speaking Spanish. They're in Miami. Yeah. Miami has one of the largest Latino populations in the country, probably the largest. Yeah. And guess guess what? Latin Americans exist. It's a you know a decent portion of you know minority population. It's like, come on. It's like fucking, I, I saw, I did see one meme, it was pretty funny, where it's like, because uh, Adam Levine ripped his shirt off at the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And it said, uh, he's standing there all fucking sweaty and ripped and shit. And it said, uh, Trump's, uh, was it, female Trump supporters clapping and showed fucking J-Lo and Shakira and they're all like that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Which, at the same time, like, there's a flip side <laughs> to that even, where yeah. it's like, female empowerment. She's on a fucking stripper pole, dude. Now, granted, a damn, she looks J Lo looks great at fifty one or fifty, yeah. and yeah, Shakira, yeah. Shakira looks great at forty three and fucking tearing up the stage and oh, giving yeah. a great performance. But she's on a fucking stripper pole, bro. Yeah. Gonna, that's empowerment. Come on, eh, you know it's subjective at that point. I mean, yeah, they look like they were having fun, so I'll give them that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not taking. I think. I think that's what the takeaway should be: is that they were having fun, and they were doing something. I mean, they were doing a celebration. Like some, yeah, like it was, it was celebrating their heritage. Yeah, it was uh, a celebration. Good. Good. But I, I, I guess I'm just like people. It, there's no, there's no middle ground, yeah. and the people who are in the middle, like looking at both sides, like y'all are fucking stupid. Y'all are some dumb motherfuckers bitching about this stuff, or on the flip side, being like. Oh yeah! Yeah. Oh, so I, know, I feel fantastic. like people have problems enjoying things in general lately. Well, know? because it's always it's always got to come with like <laughs> yeah. some with some asterisk. Yeah. You know, either it's oh that's or it's fucking like. Or people complaining about the new Star Wars movie. 
Like, I'm going to say right now, I didn't hate it. It wasn't the greatest, and it had a lot of head-scratching moments, and if it was labeled something else other than a Star Wars movie, I probably would have enjoyed it more, but... Well, that's 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 that's, a, that's another beast yeah, where it's like, like I enjoyed it for what it was like you know in the moments like okay I didn't not have a bad time like I watched this and it provided the spectacle I came to see. Well, and, <laughs> and once again, for me, it's like people were bitching about it for one reason or another, or like all about it. Like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna give Disney my money and the Star Wars, and I'm in the middle be like. It's not fucking necessary. The first three were fine. Quit fucking with it. Yeah. It's like, if you know you're not going to like it, then yeah, just don't go and see it. It's like, eh. But bitching about, like, the, the diversity changes or yeah. whatever. Like, who the, the That's what you're going to complain about? Yeah. Because at A, you went probably went fucking paid to, to go see it. Yeah. First of all. B, uh, Disney owns that shit. So you're just going to give them your money. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to complain about Disney and how they're, they're fucking like eating up everything. They're right fucking <laughs> monopolizing the entertainment yeah. industry and fucking gift wrapping and force feeding this fucking watered down, arrested development, childlike version of reality. That's not the problem. But no, some fucking Asian lady gets written out of the fucking script. But goddamn it, you know it's got to be inclusive. Fuck you. Fuck off. Or like on the flip side, it's like, oh, it's fucking liberal propaganda. It's fucking PC. Bleh. Fuck you too. Yeah. Because you're getting pissed off about stuff, the shit that fucking matter. Yeah, it's entertainment. Like either watch it and enjoy it, or don't watch it because you know you're not gonna like it anyway. Always trying to find, <laughs> all, always trying to find the hidden meanings. Yeah. Behind things, like you're trying to find some hidden meaning. Like this is what it's trying to say. This is what it's saying. First of all. Uh, Star Wars, so you know the only thing that should m probably matter is like the story arc, and are the characters well written? Is is it edited well? Is it this? Is it that? Is it at the very least is it entertaining? But not the f fucking getting pissed on either side about whatever dumbass shit you want to fucking pull out your ass on that day. Excuse me. But here I am fucking ranting about that. But it's like <laughs> yeah, fucking dude. Disney. Like, yeah. why, why, how is that not the first thing that you should be getting pissed off about? Yeah. And it's just like... It's like, if you really care about, like, that level of entertainment, it's like, okay, stop giving Disney your money, then. Well, and that's that's another yeah. thing, too. Like, I saw, like, after uh, Disney bought Lucasfilms, which was not a surprise, that was yeah. eventually going to happen, people were getting pissed off, like, oh, Disney this, Disney that. I'm still probably, I'm probably going to still go see it anyways. Then shut up. Yeah. Then shut the fuck up. Or, at the very least, if you want to go see it, get a bootleg, sit at home and watch it. Yep. Don't go pay the fucking theater and give the theater chain and Disney your fucking money. Rip it, sit at home. If that At, at the very base bottom fucking line, that's your out. Movies that, are fucking expensive. Well, tickets aren't as, as expensive as I remember them, but like, yeah, like popcorn's like fucking like 10 bucks for a small like shit. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a discussion for another. No, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it goes to show you, it's like, or if I may digress on the subject, but still keep up the heat. Yeah. Fucking, um, I guess uh, the Browns changed management, or they've hired some new general manager, or some shit. And I saw people on Facebook and Twitter like. Oh, it's gonna fucking ruin everything. I don't have any faith in the team anymore. Blah, 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 blah. 
I'm still going to root for him, though. Yeah. You fucking sadomasochist. You're worse than Catholics. Shut the fuck up. First of all, you're the Browns. You're supposed to lose. You will always lose. I'm sorry. I'm looking straight in the fucking camera. And you they know, kind of capitalize on that at this point. And looking into the camera, if y'all see this, you know, you know exactly who the fuck I'm talking to, too. Yeah. You are the Browns. I can't say this enough. You are the Browns. You are supposed to suck. You haven't had a decent team in 30 years. Give it up. Give it up. You're not going to the Super Bowl. You're never going to the Super Bowl. I have this running bet with my friend Danny. Love her to death. One of whom I'm talking to. She sees this. Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. Uh, the Browns will go to the Super Bowl in my lifetime. I just know it. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're never going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And anyone watching this, 50 bucks. 50 bucks from here until we fucking the end of time. Yeah, well, those who start turning football teams into feel-good comedies. <laughs> like a major league or slap yeah. shot football, <laughs> football teams. But that... That obedience thing, like yeah, and going, going back to politics, like I don't agree with everything he says or does, but I'm still vote for him. I like him. You know, Donald Trump can be a bigot and grab chicks by the pussy, but he and he's not presidential. But I don't want that in him, president. It's good that he's not like that. You know, he's a fucking pile of shit who's fucking bankrupted companies and ripped off workers who made fake colleges and fucking <laughs> jack people out of their money. Uh, but you know what? He's not presidential, and he's he's smashing the system. He's fucking wrecking the status quo. He's draining the swamp. No, he's not. Uh, he's he's looking out for me and mine, and my and people like me. No, he's not. Or fucking when Obama was coming up, like you know, he's he's fucking progressive. He's gonna lead yeah. the country in a different direction. Blah blah blah. No, he's not. Oh, no, thing he's I not. find the funniest is people saying how badly Trump's getting treated. It's like, uh, you only made the whole you, you only. Like uh, went against Obama about like being like a Muslim for like how many years? People were at anti-Obama rallies yeah. with fucking uh, yeah. effigies and lynch ropes. Yeah, calling his ass a monkey. Birth certificate, birth certificate. Calling like, his ass yeah. a calling his ass a monkey that should go back to Africa, dude. Yeah, I remember that shit. It's like you can't say Trump is getting treated bad when you. you like, He's getting treated bad. It wasn't in the not press. that long ago that, that the same fucking shit was going on. He's getting treated bad in the press. There's all negative about him. Uh, blah blah. It's the worst treatment of any president in history. Someone shot JFK in the fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get much worse treatment. Than Someone that. blew his brains all yeah. over his wife's fucking coat. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of Air Force One where Linda Baines Johnson's getting sworn in and Jackie O standing next to him with fucking John's blood and fucking brain matter still on her person yeah but fucking old dt's getting fucking getting the shaft really yeah. really really yeah fuck that shit you fucking fucking, <laughs> fucking cry babies dude well here i am bitching about it <laughs> got nothing else to do because i ain't happy until everyone's pissed off so fuck you <laughs> all right man man <laughs> I think we're doing a good job of that, so. I fucking. <laughs> I, I fucking. Fuck them. You know, it. I'm getting heated about it or whatever, but it's just. It's the madness that I, I keep yelling at, but I find it entertaining. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. Like, yeah, it's a, like the duality of it, you know? Yeah. It, it's yeah. a thing of me. It's just like. <laughs> you know, sometimes I gotta rant and be all Howard Beale fucking about yeah. it, but like. How. Like the obedience and blind faith, like. They. 
people just keep coming back to get shafted, and they're fine with yep. it, just as long as their side wins. Humans are glutton for punishment. Fucking so. <laughs> horrible band, great line. Fucking, there's a Buck Cherry song of all fucking bands. Uh, I think the song's called "Out of Line." There's a fucking actually a really good line in there where it's like, uh, "I'm not a bad man. I'm just a glutton for abuse." And that to me is Democratic voters, Republican voters, uh, people people in the church who will follow their evangel- evangelical preachers straight to hell mm-hmm. and back, you know, even though they're voting against their, their own belief, yeah, their own religion, their dude. own fucking Lord and Savior. <laughs> like, really, you think, you think Jesus, if he comes back, you, you don't think they're going to throw his ass in prison or fucking send his ass to a fucking IC, oh, yeah. IC, ICE detention center? I yeah, know, they'll, they'll be excited about it for a day until he says something that d- disagrees with them. No, he'll come back. No, the, what the... <laughs> Not even that, dude. It'll be like maybe half an hour. Yeah. Everyone will be like, oh my God, what's all this turmoil? Jesus is coming back. Oh shit! He looks like one of the Muslim motherfuckers. Fucking yeah. shoot He's too tan. He's too. He's telling me to give up my guns. Fuck that motherfucker. I'm Schrodinger's patriot. I collect guns to Wait fight against. Wait a second. Against... He's bisexual. <laughs> he likes dudes too maybe that's why he had 12 friends following him around the fucking desert yeah fucking Schrodinger's patriot man fucking <laughs> hoarding guns to fight against the military you proudly fucking yeah. respect and honor fuck you yep it's all fun and games man like George Carlin said if, if you don't look at life as pure entertainment you're missing the fucking point uh, that's and that. in this day and age that's the only way you can go on living and I'll, I'll fucking I'll end this with another fucking Carlin quote. In 2004's "Life Is Worth Losing," talking about why culture and society and education, whatever, sucks. It's because that's the way they want it to be. He's like, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. It's the same club that they pound over your head, telling you what to believe, what to think. Yeah. All they want is obedient workers who will accept shittier fucking pay cuts and the loss of overtime and now they're coming after social security money and they're gonna fucking get it yeah all they gotta do is like throw on those like artificial highs and lows man that's that's how i've been feeling about it for a while man distraction yep keep them distracted bread and circus yep bread and circus baby yep so you know keep believing what you want to believe keep voting for the same fucking party uh it's a two-party system no it's a one-party system, and it's a one-class system. It's a business class, and the rest of us have to eat that shit sandwich. Yep. And until people fucking realize that, which I don't think they will, it's going to stay the same. This is true. And one last thing, especially about voting. I'll fucking let loose on this one just real quick. My favorite thing about elections, because I voted third party all three times I voted in presidential elections. <sighs> fucking make me a pariah you know the whole if you don't vote you have nothing to complain about okay well i voted who'd you vote for i voted third party that's a wasted vote yeah well i voted yeah and you're mad that i didn't vote or at the same time it's like who'd you vote for i voted for the other guy fuck you Mm -hmm. i voted third party fuck you but i voted i didn't vote fuck you you gotta vote for my guy all right, let me go get my fucking foam number one finger. Mm-hmm. My pom-poms, my popcorn. We'll fucking celebrate this party together. And yeah. with that, 
Let's finish this up and go drink, Nate. I couldn't agree more. All right, folks. Thanks for listening to all that. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, Facebook page, Moon Tower Podcast. Twitter. Ah, just remember, we... <laughs> we got... Uh, Instagrams. Twitter, Moon Tower Podcast. Instagram, Europe Ian. Check out our old stuff on SoundCloud under Europe Ian. Europe underscore Ian, excuse me. Stitcher. We're all over the fucking internet, folks. Keep listening. YouTube. Spotify. Spotify, Moon Tower Podcast, all damn day. Get your merchandise, t-shirts, koozies at flashdesigns.com. That's flash-designs.com. Killer Kowalski. All of the money goes to Killer Kowalski. None of it comes to us. Man's got to eat, right? We're okay with that. Hey, we got some dope-ass-looking t-shirts and koozies. We're going to lead off with another song from Saturn Boy. Check out the video. Check out his shit on YouTube. Hit him up on Facebook. Man's name is Ben Gordon for anyone who's in the know. That's who does all that good music. And until next time, think for yourself. It's the best you can do. Cheers, motherfuckers.